Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. The seriousness of our satsangs must deepen in accord with the seriousness of the situation that our world faces and which each microcosm of that world must face in one way or another through the settling of karma. Our next retreat is about the love of God, cultivating that love. And we used various alternative signifiers for those who were allergic to the G word because the love of God is not the love of an entity or of a being or of a field of energy but the love of truth the love of the real the love of the self the love of real love that the ego is not capable of and the love that transcends all signifiers and concepts that is the total realization of the blissful infinite intelligence of that power that has created and that sustains and transforms all that appears. And so that term can be of any nature at all, whether it's Buddha or the Tao or Brahman or any of the many, many names chosen because that which is referred to cannot be defined by any name or any idea and can only be reached by going beyond all ideas and all images to discover the root of what we are. and to learn to abide in that root until it absorbs all that we are not, but all that the ego thinks that it is and that it wants and that it deserves, all that it desires and fears and all of its anxieties and all of its karma
And that love can only be attained by faithfulness, which means never forgetting, but always in every moment attending to the supreme presence of that power that gives us life and gives us consciousness and gives us intelligence and willpower and the capacity to discern right from wrong and good from bad and truth from illusion. But there must be an active effort to attend to that presence rather than divert <coughs> one's attention into the ego's preferred forms of enjoyment, its objects of desire, its manipulations of the phenomenal plane in order to try to achieve a sense of control and power and satisfaction. And it's only when all of those investments on the horizontal plane have been released freely out of the realization that they are the cause of one's suffering, that one can invest in the vertical plane, the depth dimension of our being, and fully receive the blessings the dividends of that investment in God-consciousness. And not only is that the theme of the next retreat, but it is the, the daily work of Satyogis, the daily practice of remaining in the present because all of that translates simply into being in the now because only the now, the eternal now, is real. If we live in time and space, we're living in the unreal. But time and space as seen from the timeless present becomes something very different. If we believe we're in a real world in time and space, we're in Maya. But when we see this as a dream in the mind of God that's entirely present as an eternal message of beauty, we are delivered from the pain and suffering of the phenomenal action of bodies. But we recognize that all is actually the lila, the divine play of light and of forces that represent all of the various dimensions and uh, opposites that are integrated and made whole through the culmination of that drama that enables the realization of the eternal presence of God here and now 
within the apparent flow of time and space. And in that revelation comes redemption and renewal. And all happen in a culminating moment in which time stops. And in that moment, and in that moment alone for most, you will know who and what you are. When you can't run away from yourself anymore in time and in space and think you can depend on other powers for your existence other than that root power that gave you your existence. If you depend on all kinds of relations with people, with money, with property, with various illusory kinds of fictional forms of wealth or power or position or fame or fortune of any kind, you will be depending on something that is going to dissolve into nothingness. And now we are at that historic moment when for the entire planet all those fictional systems that became the organizing principles that created civilizations that are oppressive and non-sacred, non-loving are being eliminated by that supreme power whose judgment is that the world must as a whole return to goodness, to beauty, to love, to the miraculous power of the creator and no longer be obsessed with the creation and assume that we are masters of that creation and having forgotten that we owe all to the source of our being and have no power to do anything if it is not the will of God to let it happen. And so we're in a time of the humbling of the ego and the clarifying of the truth of how reality functions. And it is a time in which those who are awakened will convert, will convert the intentionality of their lives from the horizontal to the vertical. Will choose to receive their power, their fuel, their inspirations, their strength and support from the one power that remains unchanging and always benevolent and supportive of those who seek to be servers of the light of goodness, of generosity, of love, of the integrity of being. 
and who are willing to let go of all of the ego narratives based on the futile fantasies of the ego and its paralyzed inability to commit itself to its own highest being, its own highest course of action, its own highest destiny. So it is a time that is both very somber and also a time of celebration. But they come together and we must be willing to face <clears throat> everything that must come during this period of transformation that is both destruction and rebirth. And we must have chosen the side that we are on we must have chosen that life which is indestructible but that is also egoless which means that the ego must be destroyed if we are to endure and to be free of that karmic fate of suffering and choose the path and the presence that is itself liberation and deliverance and goodness. And it is a choice of silence over thought. It is a choice of surrender over domination. It is a choice of innocence over desire. And it requires complete faith in the unknown and unknowable and even inconceivable reality that can only be known through having become that once again through letting go of the becoming of the ego that is unbecoming of a being who is a manifestation of God. It is the regaining of our nobility, in other words. And the letting go of that which is petty and futile and narcissistic and willful of its own enjoyments at the expense of the whole. And 
it requires the fearlessness that comes of disidentifying from the bodily vehicle as well as the mental vehicle that cannot understand reality accurately and thus cannot guide one through life particularly in a time of the great challenges that we will have to face that will require not only courage but an absolute clarity and truthfulness of being and action that alone can take us through the field of karma without being captured by illusory figures or offers or entities but recognize that there is only one self and by surrendering totally to that self to be guided spontaneously without the need for a separate cogitative function that tries to make sense of a situation that is beyond its ability to grasp or to comprehend. We literally need the mind of God to be able to navigate through the situations that we will face. And we will need the miraculous help that can come when we are in resonance with the vibrational frequency of that supreme power. So that's the urgency of attempting to teach this in a retreat. But of course it cannot be taught simply by transmitting words There must be an internal urge on the part of each one to reach that level of inwardness that is the ground of our being in which the unity of God and the illusory separate individual merge in oneness. To abide in the heart in that union is the meaning of yoga. And it's then that the silence will be filled with understanding and with inspiration and with the power to triumph over all of the apparent obstacles and what would otherwise be the emotional volatility and reactivity of the ego that would not be able to control 
overwhelming waves of anxiety and dread and horror regarding what seems to be happening in this unreal world but we'll be able to perceive all with the eye of Shiva and recognize that everything is a blessing. That this is the time when all of the souls who are in anguish will come to rest again in peace. And in the light. And a new world will be born out of that unobstructed energy and intentionality of God to create the most infinitely beautiful reflection of that intelligence and goodness imaginable. A world of pure delight. The more that we delight in the presence of God now, the more that that delight will be magnetically drawn as our destiny to participate and co-create. And the more that we will be drawn to the source of the light that remains eternal beyond the illusion of time and space. And thus the integration of samsara and nirvana is finally fulfilled in the Satyuga that is to be born. Once the realization has come that the world is unreal, that time is unreal, and that the eternal now is where we abide, whether we recognize it or not, then all of the qualities and capacities of God consciousness will also be realized as pertaining to and working through our subtle and physically appearing vehicles. But the perception will have become so subtle that the world will no longer appear as one made of matter but simply a manifestation of that divine light which is the heavenly bliss and the substance and the essence of our being and not separate from us. The elimination of all of the separation, the subject-object duality and all of the projections and uh, 
miscommunications of the ego will have fallen away and all will live in unity and love in perfect joy. And it is that kind of a community, that kind of a relationship that we must establish now with one another if it is to be consummated in the Sat Yuga that is to come or in graduation from this divine process. So those who choose and are accepted to take vows in this spiritual order of Satyoga are those who have made that conversion a reality and are now investing in their own vertical dimension, their highest level of the spectrum of consciousness. from which we derive our being. And through that surrender of the mind, the will, the attention to that source, we are activating chakra seven. We are activating that vortex of liberating energy that will be able to pour through the mind, the heart, the body with a kind of shakti that releases us from the bondage to the illusion and enables the ego to burn in the flame of that sacrificial fire that is the womb of rebirth of the purity of consciousness from its defiled adventures in Kali Yuga and from which it will be reborn and refreshed and renewed and will regain its divine nature and all of the qualities that pertain to our original nature before we fell into the illusion of time. Because time is an illusion, the liberation from its chains is available now and only in the now. If we are willing to live in the now, the now that does not exist if you are in time. but the now that makes time possible and that is its underlying substratum that enables time to reach its own closure, its end to attain again its beginning. And it is that closure of the circle of time that is brought about through the love of God and the conversion that is a return to our godly nature from which we had fallen into Maya. 
So tonight, I have the privilege, the honor, and the joy of transmitting the announcement that the Sadak Council has uh, voted in some new Pravartaks who have chosen to make the commitment to a divine life and to abide by the principles of Dharma and the principles of goodness that are universal but mostly who are committed to the unceasing love and faithfulness to God as the purity of the real self that is eternal and changeless and committed to allowing that powerful intelligence to direct our lives rather than to have the lives be directed by emotionally inconsistent egos and their fragments. Thus it is a major commitment, perhaps the most important commitment one could ever make to choose a different kind of life with completely different values and completely different intentions and a completely different identity. And I honor the courage of those who have accepted that challenge and the goodness and the, the beauty of soul that is required to recognize this as one's calling and one's highest path in life. For some, there has been a long period of trial before this has been offered as a rite of passage in order to ensure that those who would take such vows could fulfill them and be ready to live a divine life because the burden of failure would be far too great to carry. And the burden of the ego's ambivalence would be too agonizing. And so everything happens as the will of God determines and this moment has been determined as one in which three souls have shown their readiness and their courage and the Sangha has ratified and agreed with that decision. And so I am happy to perform the formalities of that induction but it is God's will that this be done and has nothing to do with the individual players who have been the proximate causes and uh, 
beings who have made their own assessments and it is that assessment of the supreme power that is decisive in this dedication of our lives that is without any apparent benefit on the phenomenal plane other than peace of mind and a good conscience but you know that counts for a lot and to have a mind at peace is not something you want to give up or and not want to settle for a mind that is filled with emotional suffering taking this step is a step into a life of peace and of presence in which the journey of seeking can now stop and one's eternal being can fully emerge. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.